welcome to My Turn Podcast, a gaming podcast hosted by three extra competitive siblings and our special guest today, Joey Page. That wasn't me squeaking that toy. I know, we're getting (laughs) heckled by the dog. Benny, do you want to do that again? Silence. No. Definitely. No, there it is. It sounds like my my dog's got a squeaky toy. If I take it off him, all hell will break loose. So I'm just waiting for him to get bored of it. Um, But it sounds like, uh, did you watch Sooty and Sweep? Yeah, it does sound like Sooty or Sweep. I used to love Sweep. Sweep was the little dog that used to go. How are you both doing? What's going on? Uh, You know, just podcasting, isn't it? (laughs) Just sitting around waiting for someone to talk to you on a camera. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I love, I know everyone is podcasting, but one thing I love about it is I bloody love talking. Yeah, you can't beat it. I just love it. You can tell. You don't shut up, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's kind of an asset in my industry, you know. I actually like people and I like talking. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, You know you said that you're extra competitive siblings? Yeah. How how has that come about? Because I've got two siblings and we're not competitive in the slightest. We literally don't care. Uh, Erin, do you want to take this one to the field that? Yeah, I was going to say, I I feel like it stems from uh, like old school original Nintendo days where we'd be playing games with each other. And I think we just got extremely competitive and aggressive towards each other. I mean, especially Bill M when he was younger was a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a problem. If he, he was an animal. For a he shot. was wow. an he animal. He was horrible. Yes. <laughs> he once threw a, um, I saved all my pocket money up to buy a cassette recorder, you know, like a little Walkman thing. Mm. And we went we, we went on holiday, I bought in Duty Free Lounge, and within a week, he'd got so angry with me about something that he threw it at my head and broke it. At my head. Wow. He threw the he threw Did the he do game that with gear your game gear as yeah, well? Yeah, my yeah, game yeah, yeah. gear threw it at me he threw the nintendo once he threw a chair at the nintendo once he threw a chair at me once maybe twice he's got a problem <laughs> with throwing he's got yeah. throwing addiction yeah. yeah he's lovely now though he's honestly such such a lovely man he is but isn't yeah. he he's really like yeah. he was one of those kids that you know all the studies that came out saying video games make your children violent like he was mm-hmm. the, he would have been like <laughs> they, just, study. they just watched him <laughs> because <laughs> he'd get off the video game and he'd just have this face and be like ah, ah. but normally oh my because God, my yeah. mum was trying to get him to stop playing I think rather than the game making him aggressive but my God, oh no yeah, no no he, was... he lost his shit with Goldeneye a few times definitely yeah so yeah it's basically our competitiveness has just come from us being very at war with each other when we were younger in all yeah. senses actually so I think it's just kind of over spilled from that but mind you our whole family's quite like it I was so about even to at say. christmas it gets a bit it can be quite heated um and yeah during lockdown when we've been playing games like i know and bubba have had like full-on arguments over code names which is amazing for anyone who doesn't understand Turkish, Anne and Baba is what we call our parents because we're, we're oh, half God, Turkish. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> These people that we hang out with, Anne and Baba. Um, yeah, so yeah, our parents are pretty competitive. Like I, th- I think our mum is quite competitive, but she will make out she isn't, but she gets grumpy. Is that Baba? Uh, Anne. No, no, Baba's oh, dad. Anne, okay. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, but that's <laughs> shows you what I know. Cultural input. It's, it's, it's yeah. so, so when you were kids and you'd like play Snakes and Ladders or Monopoly or like all the classics, like what was everyone mm. just okay with losing? Is that what you're saying? No, my brother's not actually, but the rest of us really don't care. I think, like, uh, yeah, I, again. I, you know this about me, Jim. I have a very short attention span. So if any game goes on for longer than five minutes, that's the problem. Not whether I'm winning right. or losing. It's like, why is this still happening? <laughs> so you're more of a hungry hippos than a monopoly. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I can kind of just imagine like little child Joey just being like, nah, eat just... them, eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like to eat. So uh, I think I probably learned a lot from hungry, hungry hippos as well. Yeah, um, I feel like meal times in my family is a bit like that because it's everything's in the middle and everyone's just like. <sighs> oh no, we are like that as well. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just like a Mediterranean Middle Eastern thing, but if you're you do it as well, maybe it's just greedy people, just greedy people. Yeah, Bexley Eve. You or... guys don't even wait for everyone to sit at the table before eating, like yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do, but yeah, you, Bill and Bubba on there, really, just as soon as you get food in front of you, it's just like... <laughs> I feel like this podcast away. so far has I've been... I've got no manners. Erin, I feel like this podcast so far has been slagging off every member of the family that's not on the podcast. Yeah, it's pretty right. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, that's what we do. <laughs> so, so it used to be me, Erin and Bilen all the time. Yeah. And Bilen is just too busy for us now. And as soon as he had some time off, we were just like letting into Bilen. But the problem is Bilen <laughs> never listens to the podcast. So we can totally lay into Bilen as much as we want. <laughs> He's good though. He he he'd be fine with it. I think it's fair. He's a pedant. He's annoying. I think so. But we love him. He might. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we do. Just. So we've been talking a lot about food, but today in the pod we're going to be discussing drinks because the theme of the day is drinking games. And my dog is just going to squeak Yay. through the whole thing, so I do uh, apologize. Jen, I love yeah. drinking. Can I just say from one podcaster to another? Yeah. What a beautiful link that was. Thank you very much. And we're doing yeah, this I was going to say, it's all lovely to But you know what's like food? Drink. Here we go. All those improv word association games are finally paying off. Yes. <laughs> Actually, before we dive in, Joe, do you want to just quick, like really quickly, give, uh, give a shout out to your podcast? Oh, why the hell not? Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, so I do a podcast with like my old schoolmate who's gone on to be a very successful journalist called Jimmy Famarewa and he actually he's at the moment he's the food critic for Evening Standard and he uh, judges on MasterChef but our podcast isn't anything to do with that so I don't know why I said that uh, we that's do not, a that's podcast pretty cool creds, called though. yeah called JJ's Album Club because uh, I do or did do before lockdown a new music radio show and he also reviewed stuff for the guardian and evening standard so like every other week we review albums and in the week in between we interview sort of famous musicians ideally but kind of whoever we can get about like a favorite album that they like to listen to yeah it's called jj's album club okay That's so it. uh listeners uh, we're gonna we've just crossed my rotate just expand your universe go and listen to jj's album club it's really good it's available on all the all the podcast networks isn't it it's not on on uh, who who man. 
I made that one up. Okay. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you made that up, but okay. Uh, yeah. Some really confused person is going, who, ma'am? Just typing it into a search engine. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, that's, that's pretty on, on brand as well uh, for this episode, that your friend is a food critic as well. And we're, yeah. go, we're going on the culinary route. So uh, drinking games, what uh, are you going to be talking about, Erin? So I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite pre-drink games. Um, it's Ring of Fire, if anyone's ever played it. Have you played it, Joe? I think so, but there's obviously lots of different variations of the rules. But is it the, the last... Yes. Is, is this to do with where the kings are like, you fill up the glass and then whoever gets the fourth one <laughs> has to drink exactly the whole it. lot? Right, yeah, yeah. I don't feel that like is this exactly is a pre-drinking it. game, is it? <laughs> No, oh, this no, no, is no, 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 no. If you it? want to go out yeah. to get, if you, you have the mission to like just get smashed, then this is a good game to play to get you in the mood for it. Whenever we were at university, before we'd go out clubbing, it was the game we always used to play. Oh, see, for us, this was mm. always the event. It was yeah, house same. party, you're oh, there. Really? This is yeah. what you do when you get there. Erin, you weren't playing it properly because there's no way I could have left the house <laughs> no. after any of the times I've played it. <laughs> me Although, trust me, there were a lot of casualties, but um, that was the fun of it. How wrecked could you get your housemates before you went out? And that made them the night more eventful. So, so let's just let's just dive straight in, Erin. In a nutshell, what is what is Ring of Fire? It's a drinking game that gets you fucked up. Um, so it's basically a drinking game that is associated with cards. So it used to be that you needed a deck of cards, and each card that you draw would have a rule. Okay, so the way it, the setup would be is that you have a pint glass in the middle, which uh-huh. we'd call the king cup, and then around it you'd actually create a circle of cards and they'll all be face down and you go around in a circle, it doesn't matter clockwise, anti-clockwise and pick a card and each card, like I said earlier, would have a rule. So I'll kind of go through, I've kind of made my own little uh, rules, my little section of rules up. So say for example, if you drew an ace, you could actually make a rule. So my favorite one was schoolboy rules. So you weren't allowed to point at people, you weren't allowed to say names. And if you were a guy and you go to the toilet, you have to leave the doors open, pull your shorts down and T-shirt up and reveal yourself. So it was just like a really, really... (laughs) (laughs) You have to remember we were uni students, so we were just having... If you're a boy, that is sexual discrimination. Yeah, I mean, that is as well. Well, The rule is schoolboy rules. So it's what you do when you're at school. I guess you mean if you identify as a boy. (laughs) <laughs> right. yeah okay <laughs> sure no i didn't mean right. that i meant it's unfair that the this girls didn't have to definite... do it that's what i meant uh, <laughs> oh, no. um, yeah, okay no, give, us, give us one of the other examples of the rules. so there'll be things like uh number eight would be pose master so if you had this card you had to basically do a pose that was subtle enough that people wouldn't just all of a sudden copy you but also, you know, wouldn't just be like really unobvious. So let's say, for example, I went like this. Everyone else in in our group would have to copy mm-hmm. it. The last mm. person to actually realize what you're doing would then have to drink. And it would be like a certain amount. I don't know, like a quarter of their drink or a few sips, depending on how you're playing it. Uh, you yeah. also have things like question queen for question master, which I love. So if you ask anyone a question, they answer you. They have to drink. So you can be like... Oh, what's the time? 
someone answers straight away. And yeah, the more drunk you get, the more gullible people are for like that kind of thing. Yeah, right. So yeah. Of course. So then really, so there's really an good. element of trickery as well. Can you kind of trick people? Oh yeah, into... definitely. Yeah, so th- that's the thing. The more drunk you get, the less aware people are, and the more you start doing yeah, silly things. Yeah, this is my problem of it. And just tripping people up. Why? Because of your attention span. Yeah, I'd forget all the rules. <laughs> <That's>, and, and... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, the rules I've got here aren't necessarily the only rules. Like you said earlier, everyone has their own kind of version of it. And yeah. this is what I like about it. Probably what happens before you start playing it is that you actually come up with your own rules. And everyone's different. I mean, there's a few that are kind of like set in stone almost. Like ev- everyone I've played it with does things like... Um, Buster Rhyme, Pose Card, Question Master. But realistically, you can use your own imagination to kind of come up with rules. So if it's specific for different groups, you know, you yeah, can right. make rules up. Yeah. yeah. So here's a question about this game in general. So the, my kind yep. of understanding of it and the way we would have played it would have been like drinking is a penalty. So you mess something up, yes. you don't, you ignore a rule or you don't pay attention, then you forfeit yeah. by having to drink something. So did you ever play it where you had a dirty pint and the dirty pint was what everyone yes. had to drink? So right. the king card, or what was what I spoke to you about, the king cup in the middle, every time someone drew a king, they yeah. had to then fill up the middle pint cup with... So different, different uh, Sorry, variations. Sorry, we're getting heckled by, the, just doing... heckled by the, the dog again. <laughs> Stop squeaking. Yeah, some people would just... Uh... <laughs> You're right, Benson. Good. I'm actually good just going to... I'm just going to pause you. One sec. Intermission. Has he destroyed gone? his toy and pulled the squeaky bit out of oh the middle. No. So that's gone now. Oh, I've chucked the squeaky bit out, so we're good. We're good. Right. Continue. Okay. Okay, so back to the king cup. So if you draw a king card, you'd actually fill that cup up with some of your drink, or if you want to be even more disgusting, any liquid you can find. So we've done uh, things like Tabasco. There's been fairy liquid before. Oh no, that's uh, not good. Yeah, no, See? sometimes it's gone quite extreme. And so when, when we've done it, first... um, everybody would put in oh. a bit of their drink until it's a quarter full. Oh, so yeah. it would be everybody's drinks. Yeah, in there. that's what we've done before. Where, so that the drink is, but it had mm. to be drink. It couldn't be fairy. Li- I mean, that's just going to yeah, make no. someone ill. But like, the, it was that's just a really a extreme version. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but so then the the problem with this game, I would say, and I don't know if you you agree, Joe or Erin, is that if you actually want to drink your drink, but you don't, because I know people that don't play it with the dirty pint in the middle, like then it's like, well, yeah. then you're waiting to mess up, and surely you're going to mess up on purpose, right? Because you want to have a drink. Yeah, you've got to have that dirty pint, um, and, and to the point that we would play it with, like, I remember that the girls that we played it with were like. We 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 if we get it we're just not going to drink it. So then it was like right. So we actually ended up having to make different rules. So it was like you either down the pine or you streak around the block. <laughs> and I never wanted to streak around the block. And so I always would drink it. And one time I drank the the dirty pint in the middle. And then I think Jimmy, who I did my podcast with, yeah. we've been friends that long. Uh, he tried to pick me up for some reason. And dropped me, oh, and God. then I just laid on the patio oh, in the back garden, 
And then I sort of, I must have been there a while because the next thing I remember was there was nobody there and they'd all got inside and I was like crawling through this house <laughs> on my hands and knees and they were all in there watching bloody MTV. So, yeah, I think without the dirty pint, there's very little stakes. It needs to be that high stakes in the middle for me. Yeah. I, think. Like, I was talking to um, my partner about uh, the fact that we're doing a drinking games episode and he was like, yeah, I never saw mm. the point of drinking games because if I'm drinking, I want to drink. So then it's never like a forfeit for me. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's quite it's quite an but interesting I, way of looking I, at it. But I think, I mean, if you're playing it uh, quite quickly, I mean, you do end up drinking quite a lot because especially if there's different rules coming into play as well. And we, we the thing is, the way we played it is so, say, for example, someone's question master, they keep that card going. It's not just a one off thing. So you're able mm. to just keep catching people out. And like I said, like, as people start to drink more, it becomes even more brutal as time goes on. But like, I, I guess you don't have to really be regimenting like, oh, I'm not allowed to drink unless I get, you know, a card. You're doing it because you're you're doing it to enjoy it, really. And that's yeah. just like yeah, an extra totally. bit of the so yeah, of the socializing kind of aspect of what you're doing. So Erin, I mean, like I said, socializing, when... um, have Hello. you managed to play this during lockdown? And if so, how? Yeah, so actually Yeah, yeah. So um for a friend's thirtieth birthday, we're all sitting in the garden. Um, we thought we'd just start playing some games. No more because, than six you know, households, really... though, right, Erin? Uh, yes, of course, <laughs> you know, following the rules. <laughs> we were very good. Um, and you were alert at wait, all Wait, does times. it count me? You were alert. Sorry? You were alert yeah. at all times. Like a ninja. Good. Yeah, looking out <laughs> for the coronavirus. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we played it, and the great thing about these days is you don't necessarily need you know, a pack of cards to hand. So we actually downloaded um, a nap, Ring of Fire, the party game by Checkered Inc. Limited. And there's there's tons of apps that do the exact same kind of thing. But mm. basically, you have the exact same setup. You have a, a, a cup in the middle and a ring of cards going around the outside. And you you could just say, for example, not everyone does wants to touch it. You can just like give them a position of a card. So like top left-hand corner, then they take that card. And you can do it just like that. So, yeah, it's, it doesn't necessarily have to it. be done. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so we weren't <laughs> all spreading each other's germs. Yeah, uh, very good. So that's how we managed to get around there. And um, what would you rate this game? Like, obviously, it's kind of more of a concept love than it. a set game. So, what would you yeah. rate it out of ten? Go on, Erin. Honestly, like in terms of drinking games, this is probably my favourite. So, yeah, I'd say nine out of ten. And the great Ooh. thing is, you can customise it as well, and you can, depending on who you're playing with, is to how brutal you can make some of the rules. So, if you want to go like absolutely horrible with people, then yeah, you can. Or if you want it to be a bit more family friendly, you can customise it. Family friendly if you're over 18. We don't yes. condone underage drinking here on my 10 podcast. I don't think I've ever played it. I don't think I've ever played it over the age of 18. <laughs> so, Joe, uh, thank you, Erin, very much. Um, but, for Joey, what, what drinking games kind of stand out for you and your memory uh, of, of the games of drinking come games? come to mind to come to mind i mean my wife is great at making some up on the spot which I'll, I'll come to that aren't widely known but i'm happy that hopefully maybe people might take a couple of these on from here yeah let's brand them let's, um, let's but, uh... but two from my youth 
Uh, one I don't remember how it works, but it was like a matchbox game. You had to like throw a matchbox and it had to land on the table and depended on how it landed, depend on how many fingers of drink the person next to you had to drink. Ah. But if a match fell out of the box, then you would have to drink your whole drink, that kind of thing. Oh. But uh, the one for me was it's quite simple where you just pick a subject and you go around in a circle. So you might say, mm. um, as, as we talk about this, uh, FIFA, right? Yeah. So you pick footballers, right? Uh, surnames beginning with A, right? So you go around... And then if it was a double, like the same letter for the first name as a surname, then it would reverse back around the other way. And whoever yeah. could think of one would have to drink. And I remember once I was playing that and we were on R and I couldn't think of one. And I just said, <laughs> Ian Roundhouse. And then there was a lot of like, uh, everyone went, who's Ian Roundhouse? I said, uh, Central Midfield, a place for Shrewsbury. Moved on. It got about five or six goes past me and everyone went, that is bollocks, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's yeah. the whole thing of like we've we've scrabbled. But if someone didn't have a dictionary to hand, you just you're just really confident with your definition. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's um, from the Polish for small shed. Uh, came into the English language uh, because Shakespeare used it. Uh, yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but for me, like a modern one that I've played, not obviously during lockdown, but when things go back to normal is one that my wife came up with called uh, touch him he's good luck that's hilarious that title. And, I, and so so you'd be at a festival or in a bar or whatever and you'd say yeah. see that guy over there with the weird beard <laughs> you have to touch him without him noticing or without you telling him why you're doing it on the back of his knee <laughs> and then if they did it if they managed it then they would pick one for you. And you'd be like, see that lady over there with the purple hair? Somehow you've got to touch her earlobe. And whoever doesn't manage it has to drink. Touch him is good luck. That's what it's called. Uh, I think you should patent that. That's brilliant. Yeah, she invented that at a festival. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we can't lockdownify that, though. No, you can't. Ah, damn it. (laughs) Damn it. That's so good. I really want to play that. It's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, when we can touch yeah, each other once again, everyone's over, we'll gonna just run touch people. <laughs> <laughs> touchy, touchy. Um, so for me, I mean, and this is something that I've really, really missed in lockdown is my favourite drinking yeah. games are always games that you play while watching something. So it's quite fun mm. playing watching World Cup matches that you're not that into. Quite really fun playing for Eurovision, and that's one that I do every year. Certain films as well. So like you, you establish your rules, uh, and mm. then you watch yeah. the thing. Um, and if it's something you've either never seen before or something that's live, like Eurovision, it's yeah. it's brilliant because you preset your rules based on what you think might happen, but you don't actually yeah. know. Uh, and then you have to drink every yeah. time the thing happens or you get penalty drinks if you don't do stuff. So I yes. really, really miss the Eurovision that's... one this year. Do either of you watch Eurovision? No, but uh, I've played a very similar version of that on Ge- with Gillette Soccer Saturday. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which I can imagine is a very similar thing. Yeah, exactly. Because you get but, used yeah. to the the sort of rhythm of it, the general bands, each presenter will have like their go-to phrases. Exactly, yeah. 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 But uh, no, I, I, I've not done it with Eurovision. 
So some of How our does fav- it work with the Eurovision Well, we, you, you just pick some rules. So our favourite rules to go to are... Um, yeah. So if the UK ever get a point you drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's rare that's rare uh we always yeah. do a country sweepstake uh right at the beginning of eurovision so either the day before or like a week before and you then you can come up dressed up whatever for your country but when your country is on one of our rules is you have to fill your drink right at the beginning of their song and have it completely drunk by the end of the song um, the oh, other brilliant. rule is you have to dance continually through the song and if you don't get if you like stop dancing or you're not deemed to be trying hard enough you will have a penalty drink to drink afterwards um one of the most fun ones is the i think it's called a fist grab like on the video you'll be able to see when they do this Oh, like the right. emotional yeah. pull, uh, yeah. down. so anytime yeah. someone does the fist grab during a musical number in eurovision everyone has to do it and the last person to do it has to down their drink <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so, yeah, amazing it's just, it's stuff like that and i think i think a couple mm. of times we've had uh different rules around nilpois every time nilpois said but it because eurovision is so long and this goes back to my point about the Ring of Fire, about like wanting to drink. Because Eurovision goes on for about three, four hours. I mean, it just goes on forever. You actually yeah. get to the point where you do not want to drink any more alcohol. So you're like so drunk oh. and so like trying to concentrate so hard in case you get caught out on any more rules. It's uh, I love that because you, you don't want to drink. <laughs> like you yeah, have yeah, so totally. much by yeah, the end wanna, of it. <laughs> yeah. Want to try and stay the course. Yeah. So sadly, have you? Oh, go on, Erin. I was going to say, has it ever resulted in anyone just actually being like paralytic? And you're, yeah. Oh God. There there was photographic (laughs) evidence of me dancing. I can't even say it. (laughs) One year, there's photos of this, and I'm very embarrassed. But one year, I I ended my Eurovision by dancing erotically with a cabbage. Wow. Honestly, if you see the photos, I, I can't even. I don't know what I was doing. I was dressed as Moldova Why a at the time. I, d- I had a cabbage. Was, I don't know. Okay, it was just there to hand. I had a cabbage swinging on a rope. It was some erotic. Day. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, like Eurovision is just. It's just. It's my favourite one of these drink while you watch games because it's so yeah. stupid anyway. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's so rubbish. There's a lot to, to get involved in as well, like just to like take the mickey out of the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The costume changes of the presenters. Every time the presenter's costume changed, you had to do something. <laughs> otherwise, you drank. So like stupid stuff like that. That Sorry, the, now the dog is sneezing. Mate, do you want to heckle my podcast anymore? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and I, like it's so sad that during lockdown we haven't had that like because that for me is very much something you play with people in a room together and i just feel like yeah. you could do it online and have a viewing party whatever but i just feel like that's one of the ones i can't wait to do again when there's a bunch of you in the same space mm. yeah 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 and hopefully it's coming soon. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, hopefully. I'm sick of this lockdown. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, but I'd um, I'd probably give my my Eurovision drinking rules probably like an eight out of ten. I like it. It's good. Eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah. 
What could you do to make it better? Um, just have more control over the content of Eurovision. <laughs> yeah, but make it shorter. Bit, yeah, make it shorter, like a bit shorter. <laughs> um, did you guys ever play the With Now and I drinking game? No, no I've heard about it. But, um... Oh yeah, Joe, you don't watch films, so this is a film that you probably should definitely watch. It's like I one have of those... seen with none of I actually. Oh, you have. Yeah. Oh, well done, Erin. Have you seen it? No. So uh, it, they basically are two alcoholics. Uh, there's more to the film than that, but they are alcoholics, and the game goes that every time they drink, you drink. And that is really difficult. It starts off and you're like, this will be fine. Uh, and by the end of it, you 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 never want to touch alcohol again in your life. <laughs> but- do you just drink for each? <laughs> so there's two of them. Can you do like, you each get assigned a particular person? Or no, is it the game is like every, they pretty they much drink-, drink at the same time anyway. But every time they oh, drink, okay. you drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's one of my faves. Oh, okay. I miss doing that as well. Uh, one um, one Christmas we did like a Alan Partridge drinking game and I can't really remember much about it apart from that one of the things that everybody had to do was when he drank a lady boy, we all had to drink one, which was uh, a beer with a gin and tonic and a Bailey's chaser. Oh, what's so the like pint, gin and tonic, Bailey's yeah. in that order? Yeah. Oh, that's Until you'd finish them. Oh, Ooh. nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I'm a bit old for drinking games now. So I pretty much only do one a year. How about you? Are you more of a one a year person, Joe? No. I'm still, well, I'm early 30, so I can get away with it a bit longer. But it's just nice, isn't it? (laughs) To like, just, I don't know. I, I really enjoy them because obviously like, you know, drinking is a very social thing. And what makes it even more social is actually having a bit of a game with it as well. Yeah. But like you said as well before, it's really good for things like if people aren't interested in the football if you, and you're all down the pub watching it, if you can bring some sort of um, interactive element to it, it actually is more engaging for other people who in yeah. other circumstances would be there going, what's happening? Yeah. So, I th- I think there is actually like quite a lot of merit to actually, you know, using them to make people feel included in certain ways that they wouldn't do. And it's a really good way, a really good icebreaker if you're with new people as well. I find. So yeah, like I said, true. for my friend's thirtieth, it was a it was quite um quite a big group of different people that didn't know each other. Yeah. Um. So it was good to actually play these games, and then you just get chatting to people, and it stops that kind of awkward. Hi, how are you doing? What have you been doing during lockdown? Oh, yeah. Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shows you how long lockdown's been, because I watched that right at the beginning. I was like, I feel like I watched yeah, that about so, three yeah. years ago. You said Tiger King, and yeah. I was like, hang on, I remember that. Always. <laughs> From the long, long ago. <laughs> um, but I think that brings us nicely to our conclusion on drinking games. Yes. So uh, from us at My Turn Podcast, I think we've, we've come to the uh, conclusion that drinking games uh, improve your social life. And <laughs> definitely. <laughs> we condone them, I think. I think that's where we're at. <laughs> if you're young enough. If you're young enough and your liver is sprightly, go for it. Um, but do, on a, on a serious note, do drink responsibly. Um, yeah. 
so thank you very much for joining us again, Joey. And Pleasure. one more shout out for your podcast. You. What's it called again? Uh, JJ's Album Club. We'll stick a link on our show notes. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Erin, for your thank you insight for about how sprightly your liver is. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheers for giving us a listen. If you're enjoying our podcast, um, do please share. And if you're listening on iTunes, do please, 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 please give us a five-star review. It really helps. Um, and you'll hear us again next time. Bye!